chapter two from the doctrine concerning the New Testament ministry, part two. Chapter two, the forsake all commandment, page 15. The Lord Jesus Christ stated clearly and emphatically that those who would be his disciples must forsake their all and follow him. Let us hear it in his own words. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and even his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And so, whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Lest happily, after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that be hold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish it. Or what king, going to make a war against another king, sitteth not down first, and consulteth, whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him twenty thousand? Or else, while the other is yet a great far away, great way off, he sendeth an ambassage, and, page 16, desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not, all that he hath cannot be my disciple. Luke chapter 14, verses 26 to 33. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord is of great importance to every true child of God. However, the broad general truths which are for all who believe in the Lord have an even more detailed and specific application for those who are to be his ministers in the building of his church. The Lord Jesus often took his disciples aside from the multitude and taught them separately. Multitudes followed him from time to time, but he had a smaller group of disciples who followed him more closely and lived more fully as he lived. Since Christ laid the foundation of his church nearly 2,000 years ago, untold millions have embraced Christianity. Nevertheless, in each generation, there has always been that little flock of his disciples who have heard the Savior calling them with these words from Luke 14 and similar passages, and have literally forsaken their all to follow him in full surrender all of all that they have and all that they are and all that they are. In this chapter, we shall examine the various aspects of this important but often neglected commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ, the command to forsake all. Page 17. All true believers in Jesus Christ must accept the spiritual essence of these verses of these verses quoted above. They must make sure that they that their family or relatives do not stand in the way of their spiritual growth, of their witness and ministry unto the Lord. Yet those who are called to be his disciples, those who are going to be the builders of the church, must take these words literally in their full impact. Only then can they follow Christ and minister to him and to his church full time and the fullest sense. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, Jesus said, The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and the servant has his Lord. Then in chapter 12, verses 46 to 50, 
when Christ was teaching the people, one told them that his mother and brethren stood without, desiring to speak with him. Christ replied, Who is my mother, and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and my and sister and mother. In the first century, when the call came, his disciples did not hesitate to obey this command. They literally forsook everything and followed Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus said, answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and the gospels. Page 18. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life mark chapter 10 verses 28 to 30 through the centuries there has been no end of attempts to cast aside the words of christ or to interpret them away so as to mean something other than what they say rather blessed are those who obey them some people try to claim that these words of christ show a temporary forsaking or leaving of everything and everyone after which one takes them back again even a hundredfold at a later date. But any honest and sincere person must admit that the words of Christ could have no such meaning as a temporary forsaking. When Christ promised a hundredfold brothers and sisters and mothers, obviously he is not speaking of our natural physical family, which could never be multiplied and hundredfold. He is speaking of those who become our new spiritual family, members in Christ. But he answered and said, who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Likewise, his promise of an hundredfold houses and lands refers to such facilities as are needed for the work of the church, not for one's own personal luxury and wealth. It would be most unchristlike. Christ-like. End of recording. Amen.